0: Do I have everybody's attention now?
1: Look in my eyes,
0: what do you see?
2: Kick the cockpit door down.
0: Stop! That's a into It's a nose dive, Paul Colton.
1: When it comes crashing down...
0: Hey, yo. One more for the good guys. You don't know what hard times are, daddy.
1: He's just a common man.
3: And welcome in, ladies and gentlemen, to this week's edition, the Totally Reeks of Awesomeness edition of the Figure Four Fallout right here on 94.5 WCCR and iTunes. The Southern Gentleman, Bo Kid, here behind the board with you this evening. Across from me, we've got Timbo Slice himself, Tim No. It's a pleasure. And we have the mouth of the Appalachian Mountains himself. Charming Russell Ryan. Come on, buddy! And with us tonight, via satellite. <laughs> <laughs> via satellite, via phone, whatever you want to call it tonight. We have a special guest with us tonight for the duration of the show. We have... He's a five-star guest. He is a five-star guest. No doubt about that. It is the host of the five-star podcast. WYMT TV's own Nathan Little. Nathan? I I guess, but I don't know that
0: I'm that special.
3: Buddy, you are special in the eyes of us here tonight. Mm -hmm. No
2: doubt about it. it. That means a lot coming from Russell Ryan just so you know.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, okay.
3: I'll take it. But glad to have you on here with us this evening. We have got an action-packed show uh, to talk about tonight. We've got Raw, of course, to talk about. We have uh, a few rumors to talk about as to what's going on in the uh, world of wrestling. We have our random review of the week from the 1995 Survivor Series. Uh, We also will talk a little bit uh, of some fan interaction of the week. We had some really good interaction this week on the... Facebook page. Uh, we mm-hmm. hope to see more of that. Uh, please continue to Keep it follow of. us along on our Facebook page. It is Figure the Number Four Fallout, and then also on Twitter uh, at Figure the Number Four Fallout as well. Uh, we'll also run down our indie wrestling calendar for this week here in the state of Kentucky.
2: Change of the card for Pro Wrestling Revolution.
3: Yeah, and you better uh, have your rib protector ready, buddies. All I've got to say. Uh, it's not, it's he's going. He's going to be Bret Hart.
2: No, sorry, I'm going to be Bret Hart. Yeah, he's going to be Goldberg. Oh, That's yeah. we'll, all I'm we'll, saying.
3: We'll see about that. But uh, before we get started, though, before scared. we get started on uh, Raw from last night, Nathan, tell us a little bit about, or not us because we know about it, but tell our uh, our listeners a little bit about the Five Star Podcast.
0: Well, basically, the Five Star Podcast. It's, it's to be honest, it's really not even a podcast because we because we actually stopped syndicating it as a podcast, but the name is just stuck. It's basically a web show right now that uh, it started out as a sports and entertainment uh, web show, but all I want to talk about is wrestling, so it's just a wrestling <laughs> show. Make, make, make no bones about it. We we have we have had some uh, we we have had an MMA guest. We had Barry Larkin. Uh, Reds Hall of Famer on once, but mm-hmm. other than those two guys, it's been all wrestling the whole time. We've had the uh, the ability to talk with Jake the Snake Roberts live in the studio. We went uh, we went on the road and talked to uh, Lex Luger and Nikita Koloff. Mm-hmm. We talked we talked to uh, we talked to the the local guys on the independent scene as much as possible, uh, and I find as many as um, We've got a lot of crazy wrestling fans around here. And yes. All, they yes, you all, do. They all just love to talk, and uh, and basically, I'll I'll let anyone sit in the sit in the studio and talk with me for at least thirty minutes to an hour. Uh, we, it's uh, pretty laid back. We just we just do whatever. Uh, uh,
3: and I saw that you actually uh, recently had head Booker for Figure Four Fallout on uh, on your Five Star Podcast. That was uh, our buddy John North down from Barberville.
0: Oh, yeah, John's always. It's the second time I've had him on, and John is just. Uh, he's got a really good wrestling mind. Yes, he it does. To him. It, it was funny this uh, this past weekend. Uh, we, we recorded the show last week. It was Friday, the day that we aired our, uh, our premier sports show, uh, Sports Overtime. It was the last one of the season, and we had pre recorded it because mm-hmm. it was kind of a look back episode, and somehow, some way. We accidentally, uh, our crew and I probably shouldn't be saying this over the radio, but they accidentally deleted it. Oh no! So they had to go back and re-record it. So when I walk in to do the podcast, the technical crew is looking at me like, "Nathan, how long are you going to how How long is this going to take?" And I'm like, "Well, John North isn't even here right now." but when he gets here we will start and we will go as quickly as we can so by the time mr north walks through the door in 30 seconds we were rolling oh wow we we, we weren't talk, we didn't we had no idea what we were going to talk about so we just <laughs> but i think we did pretty well for you know given the given the situation uh, but a lot of a lot to talk about the week after WrestleMania, though. You could, yes, uh, especially with the big NXT show they had, and, uh, and the follow-up on Raw. Just a lot of storylines to talk. Good stuff tonight. Actually, after I finish up with you guys, I'm going to run to the station, and we have John Noble on tonight. Those of you in the independent scene know him. Oh know. yeah. Uh, or if you watch high school basketball around here, he coaches the Buckhorn Wildcats. Absolutely. Uh, but having him on tonight, he is being honored at a independent show with Bluegrass Championship Wrestling this Friday. Okay. And indie wrestling returns to Memorial Gym in Hazard, Kentucky. Yes, it and does. Looking looking forward to to talking to John about that. Probably a little bit of basketball tonight too.
3: Yeah. Well, uh, and of course we'll make sure that we hit up on that uh, on that show. We'll make sure that everybody knows when that is here later on in our indie wrestling rundown. But no, uh, didn't, uh, didn't he interview Roman
2: Reigns as well?
0: <laughs> oh, oh yeah, that that's a minor. I, yeah, I, somehow I forgot Reigns, but it, you know, I don't know how you do that. <laughs> well, it was it, it's kind of a it's kind of a funny situation with with Reigns. I interviewed him via satellite, but it it basically turned out to be a five minute interview and in a well four minute interview and in a one minute Snickers commercial. <laughs> uh, but hey, you know. You, you take what you can get. You take it. it kind of summed up a lot of a lot of folks' uh, complaints with Roman and what they like about him at the same time. Because you could tell that the corporate, you know, the the machine had made sure that he had this scripted Snickers commercial down to a T that was absolutely terrible. <laughs> you could tell that they had forced that on him. But when you just talk to him and and ask him questions about the business and his family and and football and stuff like that, he you know he was he was wonderful to talk to. He was he was uh, cutting up a little bit before and after, but whenever whenever he has to whenever he has to recite those lines, that's when whenever he goes to the script instead of going off the cuff. It, it seems it seems that you get you get a really bad snickers commercial or you get a really a really uh, really stupid comment uh, shame us about tater tots or something You, just, you, you, you just never know you never
3: know. absolutely well guys let's get started into our raw report for this week Um uh, First things first, let's just run down the results of the contest from last night. Uh, we actually saw in a number one contenders match for the IC title. Mm-hmm. It was our 007 buddy himself, Cesaro, which I love the new entrance, by the way. But Cesaro comes away with the victory over KO himself, Kevin Owens, to become the number one contender for the IC title.
2: Jason Statham, eat your heart out.
3: Absolutely. Absolutely. And then we found out also last night that we are going to have, uh, thanks to our good buddy Shane O'Mac, who's still in charge somehow, that we are going to have a number one contenders tag team tournament, which I called last week on this show. I don't recall this. I do. Make sure you, can, you well, go back, you I mean, go back on the podcast and listen. Of course you recall it. You can go back on the podcast and listen to it. Sure we can. I think I'm not the Uh Well, I, don't, I believe that's still on my phone. I can pull it up no, for you. No. But uh, Tag Team Tournament going to be brought, brought to you by booty They make sure you ain't booty. booty. But uh, eight teams in the tournament, and we had two first-round matchups last night. Uh, we saw the Dudley Boys defeat the Lucha Dragons to advance to the semifinals, along with the Usos defeating the Social Outcasts to move on. But not so but. fast, my friends. But after the Usos win, we see the debut of Bullet Club. Bulletproof. Bulletproof, whatever you want to call it. I got Anderson really Gallows.
1: excited. I, I like my stomach dropped and I was like, Oh, here comes Finn. This is But it. here
3: comes Carl but here comes Carl Anderson and what they called him last night is Luke Gallows. They did not call him Doc Gallows. Uh, but those gentlemen debuted guess, last
2: night on Raw. I guess TNA has that at the their headquarters in the warehouse now.
3: Yeah, maybe so. Uh, and and but we're going to come back and talk about this a little bit more here shortly. Uh, we had a WWE Women's Championship match as Natalia did defeat Charlotte, but it was no. via DQ. No, really?
2: That's sarcasm, because
3: man. oh, I know. Trust me. Where's the sarcasm button, uh, button for that one? Get him off because of. Uh, Interference from the nature boy himself, Ric Flair, which we will get into as well. Um, There was no... Dr. Phil couldn't
1: even help that. Uh, Yeah, no joke.
3: Uh, In a match to determine whether we would have a straight heads-up one-on-one for the world heavyweight title or if we were going to have a triple threat for the heavyweight title. We saw the phenomenal one himself, AJ Styles, defeat Sami Zayn cleanly. To uh, keep it as a 1v1 for that title at payback, Uh, we saw Apollo Crews victorious yet again uh, on Raw as he defeated the radical mongoose himself, Adam Rose, and then Roman Reigns would team up with his probably probably the weirdest partner we've ever seen in Bray Wyatt.
1: Do you think that has a reason behind it, or they was just like, well, "Oh, we need well, to?" Find a match
3: well, we'll get too. we'll get to that because that's going to be a question I'm gonna pose to y'all here in a moment. Uh, as they defeated Sheamus and Alberto Del Rio in the main event last night, and then at the end of the show, of course, we had the epic stare down uh, between Reigns and Wyatt. All right, so to hit on our main spots that we really want to talk about, first off, Shane O'Mac running raw again. Absolutely. Yes, I think. The four of us that are here tonight Between myself, Russell, Tim And uh, Nathan Uh, I'm going to ask Nathan first off How do you feel about Shane running raw?
0: Well Number one I like the idea of Shane running raw In general I do not like the fact that They built the whole Undertaker Shane segment with that as the reward And it's still happening anyway I feel like that that kind of, that build up was kind of thrown away. I know that they I know that they had Shane was probably the best person to really have a match with Taker that they had available, probably put more butts in the seats than anyone on the on the active roster could have. But it kind of the fact that they said, "Okay, well, you're running raw for the next 2 weeks." kind of it kind of it just rubbed you the wrong way, but at the same time, it allows them to book things a little differently. Because we get to see a Cesaro, Kevin Owens, we get to see an AJ Styles versus Sami Zayn, we get to see Reigns and Wyatt tag together. Some things that they you typically wouldn't see when they were were booking under the guise of the Authority, mm-hmm. uh, but you, you you know, and you've got and you got Shane on television. So it kind of it's a, it's it's the same people running RAW. Let's not kid ourselves, but but it, it allows them to go a different direction. Yeah, that I think I think it needs a, a
3: direction that they've needed to take. Ab- absolutely, Tim. Yes. Uh, I know you've been you've been an avid fan of Shane coming yeah. to Raw along with uh, along with Russell as well. Is this a long term thing that we're going to see with Shane being on Raw, or do you think that this is something that they're going to end up killing out? That I'm not
1: sure. We we've heard the rumors of the Authority, you know, taking a break. Triple H and Stephanie taking a break, stepping back. So maybe, maybe Shane O'Mac is here f- to stay for for now. I'm hoping.
3: Russell.
2: Dear God, please.
1: <laughs> yeah, please.
2: Because, we, I mean, we'll get into it later with the ratings and all that. Yeah. But I mean, overall, this, this is some of the
1: best wrestling
2: it's, on Raw.
3: The last two weeks have been very fun to watch. Yeah, they have been. And with
2: that, if you think, whenever we have the, the night after WrestleMania, usually the crowd, of course, is, is a raucous crowd and everything. And it was
3: very raucous last night but, being in L.A.
2: But the the week after, it starts to go back down.
3: You would think. This week it didn't. Well, no. I'm saying normally.
2: Normally, yeah. Normally. Whenever you look at WrestleMania. I'm
3: sorry, I'm sorry, hang on, let, let, let's rephrase that. The live crowd was very was still very raucous last night.
2: Yeah, but not only the live crowd but the audience as well. Correct. The they I say they're but we're I'm I'm including all of us in this, are used to them I don't wanna necessarily not say not trying. Yeah with their stories and all that or or whatever but you don't see as much effort it seems to make television good still.
1: We're we're getting more backstage things too. mm -hmm. Have you noticed that? There's more backstage cuts to like to like Cesaro and the Miz. and then after But Santa it's con- and
3: AJ. but the thing is that it's continuing the storyline. It's yeah, not yeah. it's not pointless backstage no, right. segments. It's And it's good T V.
2: Yes. It's really good T V and I think we're not used to that. Oh we're definitely but not used yeah. to it. I'm hoping this continues on. I'm hoping this continues on because this right here mm-hmm. I mean like 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 Nathan said, we know it's not really Shane in charge, but creative in a way has are are pushing the limits of of their what they can do and trying to trying new things I think <laughs> um, honestly last night it felt like not necessarily the attitude era, but it felt like. Every person on the show was important, whether they were world champion yeah. or whether they were a jobber. Okay? Everybody felt important, kind of like it did with the Attitude Era, where you could see Hardcore Holly and Crash Holly go against Triple H and Stone Cold Steve Austin and potentially win. Okay? It's starting to feel like that again. And I love it.
3: Mm-hmm. And
2: I want to see it stick around.
3: Uh, next, we talk about the Very Tag nice. Team Championship Tournament. This is something we've not seen in a long time.
1: It works so well in NXT, might I add. So if it can do be as successful on Raw as it was in NXT, then this is going to be huge.
3: Well, first thing you see is... I love the fact that the New Day is coming out and pushing this. Yeah, sponsored by bootios I mean, yes, the, the sponsorship by bootios just makes it even better. It's endorsed. The fact that they debuted the bracket outside of a falling box of bootios Yeah, and it, you know everything. The the entire set the setup of this tournament has been laid out fantastically. And I love how the New Day brought it up. It wasn't like Shane coming out there and saying we're going to do this. And but well, yeah, he
1: did. But like the New Day, but they. Put the they emphasis took on it. it. Yeah.
3: Yeah. They put the emphasis on it. Uh, we saw the two teams that moved on. We see two more ta- or two more matches on Thursday on SmackDown. Uh, the Villains will go up against. The Ascension. The Ascension. No. No. Mm-hmm. No, uh, Enzo. no. Enzo no. and Cass, Cass are going against, against the, Ascension. the Ascension. I
1: hope
2: they win. Vaudevillains are going against Lucha Dragons.
3: Golden Truth. Golden, Golden Truth. Truth. No, Lucha, Lucha Dragons, Dragons lost, last lost
2: the Dudleys. And yes. I think
3: Kalisto might have been hurt. Uh, no storyline. Come on, was story, it storyline? Okay, storyline. I hope yeah. so. Well, it ain't real. Well,
1: <laughs> it's still real to me. <laughs> <laughs> um,
3: there was a write-up about it uh, earlier. I didn't actually Gosh, I didn't read that. much about it because I thought, you know, there's no way that this wasn't storyline in my in my mind. But uh either way though I love the fact that we have had, or that we have Enzo and Cass in this thing. We have the Lucha, or the Lucha Dragons were in it which I I like the fact that they were in it and I love the fact that the Vaudevillains villains have been added into this thing. This is this is a tournament that is set up for a lot of success. Yeah.
1: Mhm.
3: But also now you have the addition of the Bullet Club coming in. So, do you think they replace the Usos? No. I don't think they replace the Usos at all. Because unless they take the Usos out. Please. Which I don't know if they're going to or not. Please. My question is, though, to the three of you all, and I'll pose this to Russell first, and then we'll go back around the room. Uh, With the debut of Carl Anderson... And Luke Gallows. Who mm-hmm. who do you put them against? And are they going to be a, are they the face? Are they the the heel? Are they the the anti? Well, I mean, what are they? They're... I mean, they came out last night almost in a heel in tactic. In a heel tag. yeah. That's what... But they were, I mean, the pop was huge. They were wild. You had a huge Bullet Club chant going on. Mm-hmm. So what Which do you do? WWE, since they edited. Oh, uh, you decided, decided to thank God for the seven second delay because yeah. if not, there's no way you would have heard it. I think. I mean, ob- they're obvious. First,
2: first shot or first feud or whatever you want to say is probably going to be the Usos, considering the fact that they jumped them last night. Unless they're going to do something along the lines of, oh, they injured the Usos. Then, you know, what would be a great feud for them? Which I don't know how you'll do it with, you know, the way they're going with it right now. But, have them go against the Dudleys. That could be fun. Maybe. Or, even if you wanted to put them, or, I know the feud's more on the internet with the Young Bucks. Why not put them against the New Day? Not necessarily for the tag titles, but that that could also
3: give New Day something to do while the tag title tournament's going on. It would be for a, for a short term. Yeah. And FYI, you were asking about Kalisto. Uh, while it was an effective sell job by the WWE US champion, Kalisto was not injured. It was a planned spot and simply part of the storyline. Dudley Boyz defeated the Dragons uh, to, as they are advancing in the tournament to crown new number one contenders. Kalisto is heading overseas for the European Tour today and will not miss any ring time. Oh. So he, they, needs a, uh,
1: he needs a Russell Ryan neck brace. <laughs> <laughs> hey. I've I've actually got
2: the best doctor in the world that could probably help me out. You've Uncle. had that
1: neck brace on about two years. I know
2: there. I've had,
3: and I've not had so, good doctors. So, <laughs> my doctor? No, A- I don't want to know. Ace Orton. I don't want to know about it. But great doctor. Either way. So if you're che- if you're choosing one team for Bullet Club to go up against right now, you're saying who? I say
2: put them in there with the New Day to give New Day something to do while this tournament. I know I know it's not going to last long, but. Even if it's just a first match
1: in in the WB, put against the New Day. Tim. Non-title. I, I say it's going to be the Usos, just from what we saw last night.
3: Nathan, what do you think, buddy? I think
0: the Usos as well. Um, I don't know that it's a, it's a good position to put any new tag team up against the New Day right now. Uh, they, they've really ran through the entire – I mean, that's the thing that I like about this tournament because really, New Day has ran through every tag team on the roster. Yeah. You know, they the only thing that they could do at this point would be to put pin them against one of these new tag teams that they brought up. But at that point, you know, I'm a big fan of I'm a big fan of of the Bullet Club, but I don't know that they have the name recognition with with the younger audience. Not just yet, at uh-huh. least. Yeah. You, you know, so I don't think that. You know the you know they get a big pop from the smarks and I think that's 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 always good, but you know there, there'll be some arenas that they walk into that no one knows who they are, um, you know for the most part. So I, I think this tournament we'll see what they we'll see what they do with the the bullet club, but I think this tournament allows someone like Enzo and Cass to come in, to cut some promos on the Dudleys. You know, get this first match out of the way the, against the Ascension. I'm pretty sure. Was that right? Correct. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, so they're probably they're probably going to beat the Ascension pretty pretty easily, and then that puts them up against the Dudleys in the next round. Mm-hmm. So that gives them a chance. I, I think I could see Enzo and Cass losing there uh, with the Dudleys. You know, cheating somehow, doing something dirty, and then you and then you get a. Then you get a program with the Dudleys and Enzo and Cass. Then you've got the Usos versus uh, the Usos versus uh, the Probably bullet the Bob villains
3: Villains, the,
0: the I was saying the Bullet Club. Oh okay. Well, I mean just just storyline wise, not in the tournament. Oh okay. And I think and I think you could possibly see maybe the Lucha Dragons coming out. No way they lost. I'm stupid. Sorry. (laughs) Sorry. But see, you know, seeing somebody come out and have something with the New Day and then whoever shines out of these new tag teams, they can move on. And and then we'll see what what they can do with New Day from then on. I don't think that Enzo and Cass as faces will go up against the New Day anytime soon, as much as I'd love to see it.
3: Uh, Yeah, I I agree with you. Uh, I think that would be a fantastic way to go. But to have the New Day who are almost a face now going up against Enzo and Cass the new and upcoming face would be sort of an awkward situation and I'm not sure though that I I am not sold that the first people that go up against Bullet Club isn't the Wyatt family I'm not, I'm not sold that that might, might not be it. Because okay. I, I just think it may be a, a different fit. Mm-hmm. But because I'm not sure if they're Ronan going Stroman. to... Yeah, I don't think they're going to do anything with this Wyatt Family versus League of Nations. I don't think that's going to work. I don't think it's going to run long. Uh, I think that may be where they end up going is somewhere like that because... Even though the Wyatt family almost cheered last night during their or during their match with Bray Wyatt, him being cheered last night. I think they were so happy to see him get a win. Yeah. So, uh, it, it's an interesting take, but it should be interesting. Uh, the Eater of Worlds versus the Demon. Yeah, I mean, it's very, 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 very interesting. Uh, we take a look at the TV ratings last night, and like I said, I was a bit shocked when I pulled this up. Monday's raw down fifteen percent from last week. Holy smokes! Dropped from a two nine three to a two point five zero. Thanks, Saul Goodman. Dang. Uh, the demographic r- ratings nosedive for a second show, or for the second show after WrestleMania, erasing last week's gains. Um, as usual, of course, the third hour fell off hard from the second hour, which was the peak hour of the show. Um, they got their male demographic back last week, but they decided to go back into hiding almost is what it seemed like um there's just so much long term damage, I think, because yeah. of the three hour raw yeah mm-hmm. if they would go back to the second or to two hours, I think it would be much more. Beneficial to them, but I just don't think that, and especially for the fact that you know they continue to get the the avid rejection of Roman Reigns being the heavyweight champion. Yeah. I think is is a, a critical piece right now. The longer they wait to turn him heel, the more people they're losing. I think. I agree. I agree completely. Uh, if you're if us though the diehards you know watching last night, if you're ranking it one to ten, Tim. Where do you go with it? I thought it was a really solid show. I'm gonna give go it eight and a half. Like I thought it was
1: pretty pretty good.
2: Russell? I'm actually gonna go uh eight and a because I mean I I really enjoyed last night's show. I was I saying- mean that there wasn't a moment where I'm just like oh. Well what you were time there with,
3: you were there with us for over two hours. I was there with you for. I, was the I left during the Apollo
2: Cruise match yeah. uh, and made it home in time to watch the main event. So, but I mean, honestly, that entire time there wasn't a moment where I was asking like, "What is this? what time is it?"
1: Yeah, yeah. Kimberly was awake for the for the main event. That never happens. Yeah. So that shows you it was empty. so. It was I mean,
3: you know, I'm giving it a solid eight eight and a half as well, Nathan. I, I mean, I want to give it a nine just because.
0: Top to bottom, I don't think you could really point out a whole lot that that really wasn't quality. You know,
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, oh, that's true. Even even the segments
3: with Dr. Phil were good. Yeah,
0: they didn't overuse you know, it, overkill it. It was good. And I was I was expecting it. I just knew down in my soul <laughs> that they were going to set Dr. Phil on a couch with Shane and Vince, and I was going to blow yes. my brains out. Yes, that's what I was agreed. I agree wholeheartedly. But I'm glad that they that they just kind of you know sprinkled Doctor Phil in there when they could. Uh, Apollo Cruz versus Adam Rose. I think if they would have done a little more with that, uh, I, really the the social outcasts are just are just a down point for me right now. I I can't find anything that they're doing that that I really enjoy. Well,
3: um, I, I, I say this. I don't mind them as a group. It's to me, though, I think if you're going to see someone, I mean, yeah, if somebody's getting the squash, let it be Bo Dallas, let it be Adam Rose, somebody like that. Yeah, but I true. like I like Heath Slater. I like that's Curtis true. Axel. Those two guys to me are entertaining. Yeah,
0: they're they're funny. They're funny. Um, but I, I want to say that I really like everything they're doing with and and everybody everybody's going to hate me on this one, but everything they're doing with the League of Nations. Because in the last two programs they've been in, they, they turned the New Day. Uh, they, they did a really good job at turning the New Day, getting the crowd solidly behind New Day, which oh. most, of us, most of us loved them anyway, but it, it got the kids behind New Day. Mm-hmm. And, and now I think they're doing that. They started it last week where the Wyatt family attacked the League of Nations. And then this week... They, they still had that, you know, Bray was in it with Roman versus the League of Nations. And then when Rusev tried to get involved, the White family showed up, Yep, slowed him down. And I think that everybody just hates those guys so much <laughs> that, that they can turn anyone that they're looking to turn face. They can, they can put them in there with them and they automatically... Like them, unless it's unless it's Sheamus versus Roman Reigns, because everybody's just going <laughs> to hate Roman Reigns regardless. Absolutely. But uh, but man, when Bray got that hot tag, things went. I mean, he he worked as a face, and the crowd loved it. Oh yeah. And and uh, and I think that also builds into this this heel uh, turn that we're all waiting for that we've been waiting for for about a year now. <laughs> uh, Please. But you know, you've already got it set up that Reigns is going to have to go against the internet darling AJ Styles who is a who is a babyface and he's got the internet community and the smarks behind him.
2: And so he took his breath away.
0: <laughs> yeah, um, <he> did. <laughs> absolutely. So they're going to they're automatically going to boo him regardless. And then you put him in a tag match with Bray where everybody wants to see Bray and you let Bray get the pin you know, it, it seems like they're just sitting Roman up to 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 be able to just get fed up and and end up hitting AJ Styles with a chair here in a few weeks and, and turning heel.
3: Yeah, I, I really hope that that kind of thing happens. I, I love your mindset on it. Um, I, I I I actually agree with your mindset about league of nations though i think that they are just such a hated group that it works right now to put them up against anybody that you're looking to get the crowd behind Uh, i think it just works out so well uh guys that is raw from last night uh we still have plenty to talk about let's take a break we'll come back with our ringside rumors our random review of the week uh we'll do our drawing for next week And then, of course, we also have our fan interaction of the week and our indie wrestling calendar rundown. Uh, We'll take a break, come back here, and we'll wrap up the show with our our second half of the show right here on the Figure 4 Fallout 94.5 WCCR and iTunes. Photography.
1: You think you know me.
3: Hey, this is the Rated R Superstar Edge. You are listening to the Figure Four Fallout on WCCR 94.5 Williamsburg, Kentucky. Ah! And back here on the Figure Four Fallout ninety-four point five WCCR and iTunes. Bo Kid, Tim No, Russell Ryan, and once again our special guest this evening uh, over in Hazard WYMT and the Five Star podcast own Nathan Little here on the air with us this evening. Guys, uh, first off, let's take a look at our little segment that we like to call the Ringside Rumor. Uh, The Undertaker was on the schedule for every show over at the UK Mm -hmm. this coming week. Has now been pulled from every date that he had on the UK tour. Does this spell the end for The Undertaker, or is it just some time... That he wants off. I'll I'll pose I'll pose the, to Tim first.
1: I mean, the Undertaker is not a spring chicken. He he's getting up there. <laughs> I don't know how old exactly. Fifty. But at what point do we see him? I don't think it's his last match. No, we'll, he'll obviously get a big send off. But fifty-one. It's got to be getting close. I mean, honestly, Russell well yes
2: Undertaker deserves a big send off I think he's the type of person and you know I could be completely wrong on this but he seems like the type of person that would just want to go quietly off in the sunset a la Christian
3: maybe so maybe so Nathan what do you think buddy is this is this the end of the Undertaker
0: well, I've I predicted the end of The Undertaker for the last five years. I've been wrong for five years. So, uh, I, I don't think it is. I think that the fact that they kept him open for another WrestleMania match by beating Shane kind of leads me to believe that he will, he will be at the next WrestleMania. If he's still healthy, he can still go. I think this is simply an idea of Undertaker saying, you know what, I'm not going to go. And and they said, well, okay, what you know, what, what are they going to do? I mean, it's, what it's the Undertaker. Gonna, you know, what, yeah, uh, <laughs> oh, well, we're going to we're going to suspend you, Undertaker, without pay. You, you're not paying me right now, anyway. I'm not. You know, so I, I, I think he just simply said that he's going to he's going to take this off. And they said, all right. Which if. if when they went on the tour of uh, Mexico and South America, when he went last year, you know, and that was kind of out of nowhere. Yeah, uh, you know, and he worked instead of his typical, instead of his typical one pay per view a year, he worked. I think three pay per views and a handful of house shows between this
3: time. Yeah, he worked SummerSlam. He worked. Uh, did he work Extreme Rules? Mm-hmm. I don't think. I think so. it was Extreme Rules. Yeah.
0: He worked in one of the rules, work. or was it uh, elimination chamber? It was one. No, it not elimination it, chamber because they it, got rid of it he, last year. It's whenever he beat Brock. Yeah, but no, uh, whenever, whenever Brock beat him, whenever Brock beat him, that was, it was, was it a hell in a cell? It made, yeah, that's yeah. what it was. It was hell in a cell. It was so. in a hell in a cell
3: because he. Yeah, it was because hell he cell. won. He yeah. won at yeah. SummerSlam. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I mean, he worked three pay per views last year plus a week long tour in Mexico. Yeah. Which is unheard of for Taker, um, you know. Once again, I, I agree with you, Nathan. This is not the last one. Uh, I think that the E still has it in their mind that they are going to get Taker and Cena before it's all said and done. And, and that may be next year at thirty three. We don't know. I don't know, but I think that they still have it in their mind that they are going to get Taker and Cena before it's all said and done. So that's uh, you know, that's just their. And I think a lot of us would like to see that. I think I mean I'd be alright with it. I'd be alright with seeing that. I think that's a almost the the you know, even though Cena's already had the torch passed, I think, I think this is just the the it's almost the cooling of the flame for the
0: taker. Yeah. Kinda of thing. I mean who else is there for him to wrestle at this point? Hey, you know, I mean, exactly.
3: everybody wanted the Sting match, of course, and that we know that that is now not going to happen. So, uh, yeah. you know, I think I think if anybody else there is, it has to be Cena.
0: The, the only other option would be to have have Taker. If the streak was still active, I could have seen if you had someone that you really thought could could handle the conquering the streak and building on that, I think that, that it would have been an option to, to give it to an up-and-comer, but I, I think that now at this point a, a win over Taker isn't worth as much as it was. Agreed. So I think you're really just getting you know, you're really just getting a, you know, just just a, just a nice little send-off match.
3: Yeah, so and I think that that's what they're looking at right now. Uh, also Uh, WWE announced on Tuesday their latest signing class for the Performance Center. Uh, They did sign uh, an international tag team known as TMDK, which is Mikey Nichols and Shane Haste. Also signed international women's wrestler Nikki Storm. Mm -hmm. Uh, But a couple of names stood out to me in the other seven that they had signed. One of those being an All-American track and field performer from just down the road here in Knoxville from the University of Tennessee. They signed uh, Bianca Blair mm-hmm. <laughs> as one of their signees. And then the other name that I saw, uh, I could barely pronounce it, but just seeing a picture of this man, I was like, holy crap, where in the world did they find him? His name is Babatunde Agabusi. God bless you. Thank you. Uh, He is from Poland. Six foot nine, 355 pounds. Okay. Was an offensive lineman uh, this past preseason with the Vikings on their preseason team. Mm -hmm. uh, Has been playing professional football over in Poland and in Germany.
1: He sounds terrifying.
3: You take a picture, or if you get a chance and you want to check out a picture of the entire signing class, they have a picture up. It's two guys on the left, two guys on the right, five girls in the middle, Mm -hmm. and then this behemoth standing behind the girls. And he is literally as broad as two of the girls combined. I protect him. Uh, Seriously, he is massive. So, make sure you get on there. Uh, Russell, I'm sure that you're on the page somewhere right now. I've hit it that way. If you, if, you fi- if you can find that uh, link somewhere, make sure you put that up on the Facebook page so that people can see that. Uh, WWE shared the article earlier. Today. Yeah, he's make sure to to the... make sure you do that because I'm sure the picture's in there. It's, it's Oh, it is. He's huge. He Trust is me. a massive man. He's huge. He is a massive, massive man. climb him like a tree. Hey, Nakamura's finally got a... Uh... Old Facebook page. Yes, he does. Uh, But my next segment, and I cannot wait to get Nathan talking about this one because he sort of hit on this at the end of last week's show. And I know Nathan's a a diehard. So I can't wait to get this one going. Ric Flair's interference.
1: Oh, Lord.
3: I, myself personally, now... I saw the the post that Mr. Blair, or uh, Mr. Blair, sorry, that uh, Mr. Little put up last week at the end of our uh, at the end of our show, talking about that Ric Flair should always have a spot on our TVs. I can't wait to hear him defend this. Like Legends House, you talking Legends
1: (laughs) House. I want I want to hear
3: the defense. (laughs) (laughs) Celebrity Rehab. I want to hear the defense of that comment from Mister Little.
0: Well, look, I, I, you guys, I had to find some way to get heat. Cheap I mean, I can't, I can't come in with, without anything. I mean, I can't just be the guy that, that did the Snickers commercial with Roman Reigns. I had to get a little bit of heat, but the the way I see it. Is as I try to, and a lot of times as a as a uh, armchair booker like myself, I, I look at every I look at every angle and say, you know what, this is crap. I could do better than this, and you know, in my own little world, I'm correct most of the time. But <laughs> as far as Charlotte, what the, what I think well what I think they're the direction I see them going with the Divas division. Well, wait—the women's division. I'm sorry, sorry, mm-hmm. Triple H, sorry, Triple H, the women's division.
2: They're <laughs> all superstars now.
0: Okay, the, the uh, I see Sasha being the being the face of it eventually, and for her to be the face of it, they need Charlotte to be a heel. And from what I from what I've seen in NXT, you know, she's had a mean streak every once in a while, but she was typically the baby face. And Sasha was always the was always the one that, you know, was was cheating and doing the dirty stuff. But in NXT they cheer the dirty stuff. So when she gets in, you know, the, in NXT they cheer heels for being heels. So when she gets up to the main roster everybody loves her and now they're wanting to go that way. I think they need a way for Charlotte to get heat. And I I think the only way to get if you're not good at getting heat, if you're not, if they're not a hundred percent sure that you can do it, they stick a manager with you, and the manager does the cheating for you. And I love managers. Uh, I, I, I like Paul Heyman, although Paul Heyman is kind of uh, he doesn't really get involved. But in see, that's a,
3: that's the kind of manager I like.
0: Well, I, I'm the Jim Cornette manager. I'm. <laughs> I'm you're the, the one man.
3: out wielding the the tennis racket on everybody. Absolutely.
0: Absolutely. That's that's what that's what I like to see. I mean, he's a Russell have, Ryan guy. If you have, if you have a manager, I, I think they need to do that. Um, and if they're in the sense, in the grand scheme of things, if Ric Flair is going to interfere to keep Charlotte from losing the title, isn't he going to do it every time? You know, that's you know that's that's storytelling to me, but. We'll see where they, we'll see where they go with it. They have to find ways to. Every once in a while, Flair has to get busted. He, he'll need to get thrown away from ringside. They will have, and and the way they're doing it right now, because I can tell you guys are sick of Flair interfering. And if you guys are sick of Flair interfering, you know who else is sick of Flair interfering? All the people in the crowd. So when he decides that he's going to the ref's leg the next time and the ref turns around and sees him and throws him out the crowd's gonna go wild Yes, you yeah. know you know, the crowd's gonna go wild and I think that's what think that's what they're going for he, he will they will throw him out at some pay-per-view against Sasha Charlotte's gonna Charlotte's gonna be looking in you know disarray off into the distance as as old dad struts down the aisle and while she's got her back turned it's gonna be a backstab or bank statement and she's going to tap out, and it's going to be over with. That's, and that's, that's what I think they're going for, because that's what I would do, and I'm, I'm always right. <laughs> <laughs> Russell?
3: Do you think that – well, this, this is the – all right, I guess this is the way that I'll put it. I, and I know that you are the Ric Flair type of manager yourself. Well, that you whoa, that you're gonna make whoa, whoa, sure whoa, you're gonna make sure that whoa. your client always comes out ahead. are right, am I wrong? Yes or no? Yes mm-hmm. or no. Are you gonna make sure that your client comes out ahead every chance you can?
2: Well, I mean, we see what happens when Abyss threatens to bring Short Janus answer, yes or yes to to London Kentucky exactly. okay, so it's a yes uh, but I mean I'm not gonna cheat. Uh, I don't cheat, okay? He bends the rules. Listen. Yeah, okay. The guy, okay. Davey Richards. We'll we'll just throw him as an example out here, okay? <laughs> here we go. Davey Richards. He was he was on the rope. I was over next to him. He said Okay, he's choking on something.
3: Did, how how didn't happen to be you pulling him down? How, how do, you,
2: do you dislodge something from the throat?
3: It didn't happen you to be you to... pulling him down on the right? No, ride? he was doing it
2: before I got there. Oh, ah, okay. I heard him choking. I was concerned from his well-being, okay? Oh, ah, okay. So, there before I wasn't cheating. A lot of people say I was cheating. I was trying to help the man get something dislodged from his throat. It, it apparently worked because he kicked me in the gut after the match. Yes, but, he did,
3: and I'm so glad he did. I, I'm, I'm telling you, I'm, I'm I Rick was, Sire. I was going, I was going to be nice and buy you a set of ring protectors, Rick But Flair, I, hope, I hope Rhino gores you in the next Rick week. Rick
2: Flair wishes he could be me. I hope you. That's all get I'm gourd. saying. I, I
3: hope, hope you get, get gored so bad. I, do. I be a se- <laughs> We're not filming a horror movie. I don't know where you're getting the score stuff from. Oh, I do. <laughs> I can't wait. Tim is killed. <laughs> Tim <laughs> not Rick not Flair.
0: You,
1: off do my really ground. <laughs> off your TV. Do you really want me to do this again? Just for a second, yeah. Get that old man off my <laughs> TV. Okay? Like he's Dude. just, in my opinion, he is destroying these matches. And and I think he's hurting Charlotte. I, I don't think this is working like they want it to work. Like we all can see it. We see what what they're trying to do. Yes. I I don't think it's working. It's it's putting a lot of people in the predicament where okay, I kind of like Charlotte as a heel. Oh, what's Rick doing? Oh, he's destroying every single match she's in. Mm, I'm I'm not sure I like her as a heel anymore or I just don't like her in general cuz he has destroyed that for me. And I think he's taken her down as a wrestler and a performer in the in the eyes of the casual wrestling fan.
2: My thing is is it Charlotte getting the heat? Or is it Flair getting the
3: heat? I think Charlotte can get the heat all she wants to, to be honest. She's pretty good on the stick. Okay? She can mm-hmm. talk her way through whatever she wants to. Well, I mean, look, look at when they're announcing but,
2: the women's title. But were they booing her because she's a heel or because they just don't like her?
3: They're booing her because of her daddy right now. Because yeah. he's at ringside with her every chance well, he can. Well, came. I mean, you're booing her because you don't like her. Exactly. I'm tired I of I think singing. she's a great athlete. Mm-hmm. And I think that she can play a fantastic heel if you give her the opportunity to, to do it herself. She's yes, but they're superior. not doing that.
1: See, like when she first got to Raw, I was fine with her. I, I'd had no problems with her, and then Rick came along, and then it just started going down for me. Yeah,
3: personally. I think I think ever since Rick got added into it, it's it's her, it's hurt her, her product. Yes. So, we shall see how it goes, guys. Let's get into our random review of the week. Uh, this week, we are talking about the 1995 Survivor Series. Uh, we had one, two, three, four, five, six matches on the televised card. Uh, myself, Tim, and Casey actually got to watch most of this together. Um, brutally, got to watch most of this together. It to be was honest. a struggle. It was
1: um, a struggle.
3: In the first match, we saw the Body Donnas team made up of Skip, Rad Radford, Tom, Dr. Tom Pritchard, and the One Two Three 3 Kid with Sonny at ringside, uh, along with Ted DiBiase, defeating the underdogs of Marty Jannetty, Hakushi, Barry Horowitz, and Bob Holly. Uh, another Survivor Series match, we saw the women's match. We saw Bertha Faye, Aja Kong, uh, Tomoko uh, Watanabe, and Linus Asuka. Defeating Alundra Blaze, Kyoko, Anui, Saki Hasegawa, and Chaparita Asari, We saw Goldust defeat Bam Bam Bigelow in a singles match. In another Survivor Series match, we saw the Dark Side, a.k.a. the uh, Bone Street Crew. It was the Undertaker, mm-hmm. Savio Vega, Fatu, and Henry Godwin. Uh, defeated the Royals of King Mabel, Jerry the King Lawler, Isaac Yankum, DDS, and Hunter Hearst Helmsley. Uh, In the final Survivor Series match of the night, this was the wild card Survivor Series match. Yeah, it was. Uh, This was Team Shawn Michaels, uh, which consisted of himself, Shawn Michaels, Ahmed Johnson, the British Bulldog, and Psycho Sid. Debuting Ahmed Johnson. Debuting of Ahmed Johnson, yes. Uh, Defeating Team Yokozuna, which was Yokozuna, Owen Hart, Razor Ramon, who was the Intercontinental Champion at this time, Mm -hmm. and Dean Douglas. And then in the main event, the WWF Championship match, it was a no-DQ match, we saw Brett the Hitman Hart come up with his, I think this was his fourth heavyweight championship run, uh, defeating the big guy, Diesel. The truck stops here. The truck stopped. <laughs> it ended up stopping right there. Uh, right, to, yeah, to win the WWF Heavyweight Championship Um this card, I'm sure Nathan may have seen this back in the past. I'm sure... Uh, Nathan, have you seen this one recently?
0: Uh, no. Well, I, I saw that you guys were reviewing this at about 4.30. Oh, okay. Unfortunately, um, for, I didn't get a time to watch it. I understand. All I can tell you is that, any, that anything that ends with a Bret Hart win, followed by a win that involved Jim Cornette has to be one of the top pay-per-views of all time.
3: Oh, good lord!
0: I mean, it just—it just it just, has to, it just has to be. I mean, if Jimmy—if Jim Cornette is involved, it has to be—it has to be up there. I'm just—I'm just upset he wasn't—he wasn't managing the Midnight Express.
3: Ah, uh, well, I'd rather mm-hmm. see him—I'd rather see him out there with the Midnight Express, to be honest, um, guys. If you're rating the card. I super struggled. I told you when we was watching, I'm
1: not a huge fan of these Survivor Series top matches. So, like, oh boy. One to ten. Ooh, five.
3: Five? Yeah. Russell? Five. Cool. Yeah, this was actually even lower for me. I'm actually going with a four on this one because uh, even though I saw a lot of guys on there that I watched, um, uh, a lot of guys that... I, I revered growing up and loved to watch. It was just so painful to Even watch this Even with Mr. Perfect on commentary. Even with Mr. Perfect on commentary, my favorite wrestler of all time. That tells you something, folks. Mr. Perfect on commentary. It was just so hard to watch. If you ever on the WWE Network, skip it. Yeah, please. <laughs> go to the next, go on to the next one. Um, guys, we are going to dive into our bag of goodies. But what I'm going to do Can we get something with HD TV? Like we haven't had HD in like weeks, okay? I am actually going to do something a little differently, though. It never works. I'm going to draw three. Here we go.
1: Three. I'm going to draw three. It'll be ninety-three, ninety-four, ninety-five. WCW.
3: Yeah. I'm going to walk out. I'm going to draw three. (laughs) And they're actually and they're still face down. I'm not seeing what they are yet. Tim's worried over here. He's praying. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to have my man Nathan Little choose one, two, or three. Choose one, two, or three.
1: Come on,
0: Nathan. I oh need my you. Goodness. I need oh you. Oh, my Nathan. goodness. We need, we need WCW here, Nathan. No. This is a tough decision. To hey, I am I was a diehard WCW guy. So, Nathan, there we go.
3: Well, you want to choose what's behind door number one, door number two, or door number three?
0: We will go door number
3: one. We're going with door number one. Well, let's see. First off, what we are skipping. Okay. Door number one is right here. Door number two was the 2011 oh. TLC. Oh, we were we the <laughs> Door number three oh God, was the 1998 WCW Bash at the Beach.
0: Okay, we can skip oh, that. God. Oh, God. So that's it. <laughs> So that, that's going back is that in. Hogan, is that Hogan Flair?
3: Let's see here. While Russell's pulling that up there, Come I'll on. be looking up Big
1: money, no our ways. next one.
3: Big money, no whammies. Come on.
1: I don't like
2: that, smart. Oh. I don't like that uh, at nah, all. Hold on. Hold on
1: here.
3: Nathan, I Come love back. you, but I'm actually going to draw one more because I'm not doing this one. Oh no 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 sir. No we joke. just did a Survivor series. I don't want to do it's another probably one.
1: Like a 1982
0: Survivor it's series. It's another DC.
3: Survivor series and I'd rather do it I'd rather do something I'm upset that I missed
0: Hogan Flair at at Bash at the Beach. Oh, wait, that was 94. No.
2: No, 98. 98. Was a uh, dark match. Vlano 4 and 5 against Damian and C- B- Ciclope. B- 98 B- was the
0: freaking Rodman versus Malone. Okay.
2: Rodman and Hogan versus DDP and Carl Malone. Goldberg versus Kurt Henning. Booker T versus Bret Hart. Mysterio versus Jericho. Giant versus Kevin Green. Conan versus Disco Inferno. Guerrero versus Guerrero hair versus hair match. Stevie Ray versus Chavo Guerrero, which was random. Uh, Hooven took Guerrero and Kidman and Raven versus Saturn. Hooey! Oh, that was a
0: that. really that was a really good card with a terrible main event. Yes,
3: yeah. yeah. Well, the the initial winner tonight was going to be the '98 Survivor Series, but since we just did a Survivor Series, okay. let, let's take a look at this one. Since we just did a Survivor Series, though, I'm going to redraw three. Really. Yes, yeah, that was but, a deadly uh, games tournament, man. Let's. Who We just did. We just did. We just did a Survivor Series. Did it have Survivor Series matches in it? It was no. It, well, that's what I'm saying though. But let's let's do this again. So Nathan, let's try one more time. That's and you're going to give me one through three, uh, one or uh, number one through three, one more time.
0: We'll, we'll just we'll just stick with one. That was we'll the worst one last time. All, all right. All right.
3: Well, door number two this time was the 2013 Royal Rumble. That's going back in. Probably
1: already watched that.
3: And the 1990 edition of Starcade. Oh, that was a dodgeball. Is going back in. Oh, well,
2: that one I've already watched. So. Me and you've been, watched that one, times. Yeah,
1: born then. Yeah. <laughs> like, there's a million pay-per-views in there, and I feel like we always get like 95 rollover. I can't even get a Stone Cold Steve
3: Austin <laughs> pay. Well, guess what? You're going to be fortunate enough. I think you may get one this time. Well, good. You may have just gotten one. You would have got a Stone Cold pay-per-view with Survivor Series 98. You would have gotten a Stone Cold yeah. pay-per-view with 98 Survivor Series. Yeah, you really Survivor would have. Series. We uh, built that bridge. We already crossed. I'll show you the card here in a minute. It was actually a decent card. I will it say that. It was a good card. Guys. Anytime <laughs> Rock Submission match for the title. I'm <laughs> going to say this one, though. This one was actually the one that we are having... Is actually a big favorite of mine.
2: Okay.
3: And it's because I it's got another one of my top five guys in it that I love watching. AJ Styles. Guys, we are going to go to two thousand and four. El No. Nineteen ninety four. No,
2: two
3: thousand and
1: 1990
3: out of here. <laughs> two thousand four. Bright colors. We are going to see the rain begin. For one Eddie Guerrero. We are going to No Way Out. Oh, that's good. 2004, seven that's matches on the card. We had a handicapped intergender match for the WWE Tag Team titles as Rikishi Kidman. and Scotty Two Hottie would take on the Basham Brothers and Shaniqua. Oh, that was a dark patch deck on it. Uh, in a singles match with. Jamie Noble blindfolded. It was Jamie Noble versus Nidia. We had the uh, in a tag team match. We had the world's greatest tag team, Shelton Benjamin and Charlie Haas, taking on APA. In a singles match, we had Rhino versus Hardcore Holly. Hey, you, you know Rhino, right?
2: Gore Gore
3: <laughs> I
2: don't know why they're booking zoo animals on this PWR show. You I'm just zoo
3: animals yeah, you uh, in a WWE Cruiserweight title match, we saw the champion, Rey Mysterio, go up against Chavo Guerrero in a triple threat match to find out who was going to go on to WrestleMania to uh, take on the WWE champion. It was John Cena versus The Big Show versus Kurt Angle. And then in the main event, it was the WWE champion, Brock Lesnar taking on the man who lied cheat and steal his way to the top. Eddie Guerrero.
0: And before you watch this one, you need to go back and listen to Eddie Guerrero's promo that he cut on Brock Lesnar uh, about uh, about overcoming addiction.
3: It was fantastic. I know exactly which one you're talking about, Nathan. Fantastic stuff.
0: Maybe, probably top five promo for me. I've got to say top five all time.
3: So uh, this was, was very good stuff. Um, but that will be our pay-per-view of the week. The 04 No Way Out. Uh, will be our pay-per-view of the week for next week. Uh, our indie wrestling calendar, let's run it down before we do our final fan interaction of the week uh, because Tim's going to have a blast with our fan interaction of the week. I am. Just FYI. Uh, take a look at our indie wrestling calendar. Tomorrow night, uh, we have Ohio Valley Wrestling up in Louisville at the Davis Arena starting at 7.30. On Friday, we have a couple of uh, cards. We have, first off, the one that Nathan was talking about earlier, uh, at, there at Hazard High School, Bluegrass Championship Wrestling uh, up in Hazard. That will be Friday night at 7.30. Uh, we also have Renegade Independent Pro Wrestling in Danville on Friday night. That starts at 7 o'clock there at the National Guard Armory. And then on Saturday, we have a plethora to choose from as to where you want to go with this one. We have. First off, we have Wildcat Championship Wrestling over in Lawrenceburg, of course at 101 Hilltop Drive. Uh, that's a 7:30 bell time, six o'clock over in Central City, Kentucky. We have World Wrestling Alliance at the National Guard Armory uh, in Paintsville at the Rec Center. We have Bluegrass Championship Wrestling again. Uh, we have a card in Berea on Saturday. Uh, it's going to be at Tumble Shine Gymnastics, and I'm not sure who this is, but I'm pretty sure you'll know what company it is. Uh, the promoter is Alicia Strange. John Strange. Is that is that John's yeah, right? Okay. And New Origins. Okay, that's what I thought. That's New World Origins up in Berea. That's an eight o'clock no, no, not on New World Saturday. New Origins. New Origins. Or New Origins Wrestling. Sorry, New Origins Wrestling, and then also on Saturday. Uh, over in E-Town, over in Elizabethtown, Kentucky, at the Vaughn Reno-Starks Community Center, Ohio Valley Wrestling, once again, that's Saturday night at 7.30. Since we are in overtime, we're going to go to our fan interaction of the week to wrap it up. Uh, and our fan, go ahead. Well, uh, Colt and
2: Marty are going to be in Cincinnati. Yes, I did see uh, that. On the 29th of April, and I think then either the night before, um, they're in Louisville so and it's it's wrestling uh, bad, 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 com- bad wrestling bad commentary yeah uh, Marty and Colt are going to be doing commentary oh yep it should so be fun good. should be fun I'd love to have Marty or Colt
3: on I will. show. Well. but uh, we'll our fan interaction of the week shout out to uh, Kevin Dillon this is our fan interaction of the week uh, we posted up an article earlier this week talking about Tyler Breeze good old Tyler and the way that he has been treated on the main card Poor guy. Ty, er, Kevin's, re, er, Kevin's reaction to this was, and I quote, his gimmick is outdated and been done to death. There is only going to be one heartbreak kid, Shawn Michaels. Somebody's needs off tell Dolph Ziggler that too. Do you agree with Kevin? Yeah. Really? I do. See, I don't see Shawn Michaels in Tyler Breeze. I see... I, I
2: don't see Sean. Like the. Uh, yeah, yeah. the When he was with Sherry? Like the model. When he was with Sherry? Mirror, yeah, that sort of thing.
3: Okay, see, I see more, and Nathan, I know, is a WCW guy, but I'm, I know that he saw the WWE for a long time as well. I see more of the narcissist Lex Luger. That's what I was going
0: to say.
3: I see much more of that in him than I do Shawn Michaels. I see a Shawn Michaels move set. But gimmick wise, I see the narcissist. And what, Nathan? What do you think about this? Does Tyler Breeze have a chance at the main card?
0: Well, anybody's got a chance. Well, nobody has a chance if they lose every week. Yeah, uh, that's just and that, that's that's all there is to it. I remember when he first came in and they set up that feud with him and Dolph Ziggler, and I remember they had. Uh, they had some kind of tur- a singles tournament, and what was it for? Was it for the U.S. title or the Intercontinental title? Uh,
3: wasn't that for
1: the IC title? Probably the title, because I think John Cena still had that. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah
0: mm-hmm. so they had that singles and that singles tournament, and I remember in uh, Tyler Breeze's first match in that tournament, a little kid screaming at him from the side of the, from ringside, that's what you get for messing with Dolph Ziggler. You know, just, <laughs> just, I mean, the man came in and got a little bit of heat on that Dolph Ziggler feud, but I don't. I can't tell you the last time he's won a match. Yeah,
1: hey, I don't think he's won since. I, I don't mean, think I, he has. I really
0: don't. I mean, and, mm-hmm. and and how how are you? How do you expect anyone? You know, you can get over by losing. Yeah, they if don't even baby, give him time if, to watch. If you're a, if you're a baby face and you're getting sympathy or something, but he's a, he's a bad guy. That they're just feeding to the wolves right now, and and I do think that it's hard to, to take the pretty boy gimmick and really get anything out of it because it's, it's he's kind of, he's kind of got compared to someone on the roster. He's kind of the Miz, you know. Sort of stuck. Of, you know, he. I see the. The Miz already has that kind of attitude in general, so I don't I don't know what they're going to do with him. I don't, you know. I'd like to see him maybe uh, maybe switch him up, you know, like they did with the Wyatts. They lost and lost and lost and lost, and they did the face turn, and now they've got a little bit of a little bit of traction. Maybe they do that with him because someone posted on uh, on Reddit today back from the, the NXT Fatal Four Way match where. He jumped in the ring and gave, uh, he gave Sami Zayn the, the beauty the beauty shot. He gave a supermodel kick to Finn Balor. And then he gave the champion of the time, Neville, a drop kick after he dropped, jumped off the rope. And it just, just the crowd loved it. The crowd, you know, I think may, maybe send him back to NXT for a while. Uh, what what you know? was that
1: match he was in? It was a number one contenders match. There was, it seemed like there was five people. Was it for the IC title? or a shot at the title. Remember watching that on Raw? And we mm-hmm. thought he was going to win. Like, he put on a really good match. Like, he, mm-hmm. he can give them quality stuff if they give him more than a minute to get squashed. Like, he, he can do it.
3: See, I think a lot of it has to be dependent on who he's going up against as well. I mean, yeah, if you're going to throw him out there to Apollo Cruz, who's making his debut. Yeah. Or you're, Dean you're, Ambrose coming back you know in his first the, match after Mania. You know Manian. Apollo yeah. Crews is going to get the win. You know Dean's going to get the first win after Mania kind yeah. of thing. Um, I I just really think that there is a lot there for him. I just
0: uh... I think he got called up because of all the injuries, and I think that he would be best served at this point because there is no place for him on the main roster. No, I think mm-hmm. he be- he's better served to go back down to NXT. Those, those guys, as far as the singles, as far as the singles, uh, you know, so many guys have been called up recently. Uh, there's it's prime real estate down there for a spot for him. He can he can help some of the guys that are want that you know kind of want a taste of the main roster. I I, I would I would demote him, give him more time. You know, I mean, I, I think he's even losing on superstars.
3: You know, I think there's a, uh, I think there is okay. a I okay. think there is a prime candidate down there right now for him to go up against. To make a heck of a program out of Nakamura? No. Nakamura? No. No, Nakamura would
0: be bad for him at this point. I think I think, the, think
3: I think a great program would be him and Austin Aries. Ooh. That I could see that. I
0: didn't I didn't think of that, but that's definitely. Uh, I think that
3: would be a fantastic program to see those two go through. Baron Corbin? No. Baron Corbin's up for a while. He's gonna stay up for a while. I I just I think an Austin Aries feud with Tyler Breeze, the the way that those two carry themselves, that would be such that'd be a great battle to watch back and forth. Mm -hmm. Didn't Tyler Breeze get in trouble backstage? Seemed like something happened. He
1: left something early, and it made Vince mad. And once you're on Vince's bad side, you're doomed. Yeah, they cut his entrance to TV. Like I get excited when I see Tyler's intro now on Raw. I'm like, oh, he's. Making progress. Going to get (laughs) squashed, but I just saw his entrance, so that's
0: good. I mean, it's pretty bad when your entrance is longer than your match. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Poor
3: guy.
1: Look, I had a better uh, chance of beating Dean
3: Ambrose. (laughs) 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 Guys, that does it for this week's episode. Once again, uh, our pay-per-view next week is the 04- no way out Uh, once again make sure to interact with us on our Facebook page throughout the week I'm hoping that this week we're going to have maybe a topic question for everyone to to discuss Uh, that's something that we've started to uh, fiddle around with a little bit to see if we're going to do that also coming up very soon don't know if we're going to do it next week or we're going to do it the week after right before the pay per view but we are going to rehash, and we are going to reintroduce the Figure 4 Fallout Fantasy Draft. Mm-hmm. Cool. So, uh, it's going to be a three-person draft this year. Indeed. It's going to uh, our our very own charming mouth of the Appalachian Mountains. Russell Ryan's going to be our moderator for it, and it's going to be myself, Against Casey and against Tim. All right. So uh, we are still working out the way or how we're going to lay it out. Yes. uh, And how everybody's going to be selecting. I want to have try to have the rules
2: and everything up by next week. That way we can be prepared for payback being the first pay per view post WrestleMania season. Um, This was WrestleMania
3: is the final.
2: WrestleMania is the cutoff. uh, The final of the year uh, if you the championship if you will if you will if you will <laughs> and, <laughs> I knew that was
1: coming Tony uh, Schiavone
2: um it, so um payback will be the first pay-per-view of the new year for the fancy draft Seth Rollins is gonna come back well if you get back to me Seth I'll, I'll explain the rules to so, you yeah, off off the air cause if there's an injured person there's a
3: there there's rules behind it yeah so. so, Nathan, thank you for joining us this week, and uh, hopefully, we can have you back on here soon to talk with us again. Uh, and maybe someday soon, uh, we can come join you up there on the uh, on the Five Star Podcast ourselves.
0: Definitely love to have you guys down. But if I ever come back, I will make sure that. Rick Flair interferes, interferes, and I can't make it.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, wow. What a, what a way to cut or for Nathan Little to go out with us tonight. Nathan, thanks for having.
0: No problem, guys.
3: All right, and uh, once again, that was Nathan Little of Five Star Podcast. Uh, you can always catch his show; uh, he links it up online on the interweb. Uh, on the interweb through his Facebook page, you can find that there at Nathan Little WYMT. Uh, we try again, to share
2: it once uh, once it's uh, up and running. We try to share it on the page. So absolutely. definitely, definitely keep an eye out there.
3: Uh, For good, it. good guy, very intelligent guy about wrestling mm-hmm. uh, but once again, back next week we will have Raw to talk about we will have 04's No Way Out uh, should be a good hopefully another good Raw to talk about after this week
2: still should have been 98 Survivor Series all I'm saying <laughs>
3: Deadly good game. Good song, too. Come it, on. Was, it was a good one. I will say that.
2: Y'all but killing me. I might watch Survivor Series 98 just for... <laughs> just for giggles?
3: <laughs> yeah. uh, if I can ever get Tim to come over, we may watch it anyways, just so I can show him that it was a really good one. Yeah. But Didn't have a Survivor Series match on it. It had a tournament. How about you shut t- your title.
1: face? Shut your mouth.
2: <laughs> How about I get Uncle Max to give you some money?
3: All I've got to say I'm is... I'm not sure I know what that means. <laughs> You know what? I know how we're going to close out tonight. Everybody's got a price. Well, No, not for you. Uh, you $3. $3. 99 <laughs> for <Russell. laughs> Free 99 for Russell. Free 99. Guys, that does it for the Figure 4 Fallout. Uh, once again, for Tim No, mm-hmm. for Charming Russell Ryan, this is Bo Kid signing off. You've been listening right here to the Figure 4 Fallout on WCCR 94.5 LPFM and iTunes Go <laughs>